So just remember, it's a book podcast, yep. not a Formula One podcast. <laughs> okay. 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 Right. And I'll remember to make sure I say the right name. That would be good. Okay. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty fundamental. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. You ready to go? Okay. Seatbelts on. Welcome to the Bookish Guide to Life, a podcast from the Antipodean Book Club. My name is Guy and I'm here introducing this podcast for three reasons. Firstly, I own a few microphones, cables, a sound editor and a podcast recorder, which are all useful things if you wish to start a podcast. Secondly, for two and a half years or so, I've produced a podcast which relates to my day job. And so I have got a little bit of experience in putting these things together. But finally, and without doubt the most important reason I'm here, is that I have the good fortune to be married to Vicky, who is the creator and the brains behind the Antipodean Book Club Instagram page. And so when she wanted to start a podcast, how could I say no? So without further ado, I would like to welcome to their own podcast, Vicky. Hello, Guy. Hello. Long good break. to see you. Long time no see. <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. Welcome to your podcast. Thank you very much. I was very glad you said you were fortunate enough to be married to me. Yes, I and snap. I, I know how to <laughs> butter my bread and keep keep my life as simple as possible. Um, now, the purpose of us having this chat today, this episode zero, this opening podcast, is really so that we can talk a bit about the Antipodean Book Club, the the Instagram and also to talk about your new blog, but also to talk about your sort of book journey and why you're, why you're into books and, and how you got to where you've, you've got in the book world, and to talk a bit about where this podcast is aiming to go and what we hope to put out on this podcast feed. Is that about right? That sounds perfect. Sounds good. Yep. So let's start at the beginning. So as I mentioned, the Antipodean Book Club Instagram page, which I am reliably informed is part of the Bookstagram community. Good work. Um, why did you get involved with Bookstagram and start that page? Um, well, I think, I mean, I've always been a reader ever since you've known me. I've had my nose in a book, really, haven't I? Um, I did have a break from reading a lot for pleasure. Um in sort of my 20s and then really I started to get back into reading only really in the last five years and had forgotten how much I, I loved it and um, what pleasure it, it gave me really so I started the Instagram really as mainly as a means of recording what I was reading as, as a sort of aid memoir if you like because I've got a terrible memory for character names and um, particular particular parts of plot but so I wanted to be able to sort of nail those things down and just write little brief reviews about what I'd read what I thought so that when I went back to it later I could actually um, recall it so that was why I started but then what I found was that 
Bookstagram is its whole little ecosystem of of fellow book lovers, and it's become a really happy place for me to be. Um, I've made some great friendships there, some great connections. Um, hopefully, meeting. I've, I've I've only met a couple of people in real life, but I'm hoping to to meet more in the next couple of weeks. And um, particularly when COVID allowing, we're able to get back overseas. I'm hoping to to really meet some of the people that have made the last couple of years online um, a real pleasure. So it's turned into a little community and that's wonderful. So it started off as just a, a log of your book reading and then it kind of morphed into more of a chance to chat about books and, yeah, and review books. A, yeah, it became more of a conversation than a sort of shouting into the void and that's that's really where the joy is to be able to chat to fellow-minded book lovers and meet new book lovers and, and, and all get excited and have conversations about books. Um, and it's been, you know, I've, I've found books that I had never heard of. I've found authors that are now my new favourite authors, um, all because of that community, really. And when you say community, it is, I guess, everybody's feels a little bit uh, anxious about getting involved on the internet too much because of... Uh, there can be some little rotten parts of the internet that you don't want to get involved with. Um, places like Twitter can become a bit of a, a shouting match between people. But you found that Bookstagram is a really friendly community with nice people who seem to have cordoned off their own little corner of the internet and said, nice people only, please. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there are issues in the same way that there are everywhere on the internet but I'm you know my experience has been overwhelmingly positive um, I have to say I think um, I don't know whether it's my group within a group or, or, or what but it's been a it's been a really joyful positive experience talking to to like-minded people who love books and yeah it's it's been a a real highlight and in fact as you probably know it's become a bit of an obsession <laughs> So, yes, know. our house is mainly built of books now. I think we can yeah. probably remove a lot of the supporting structures and, and, the, and the roof will stay up just purely because of books yeah. at the moment. We, see, we can certainly insulate the walls with books, I think. Mm. Um, um, and I have sort of <laughs> taken to them to squirreling them away in various hidey holes, trying to <laughs> hoping you don't notice. Yeah, and so I know the answer to this question, but the act of having this Bookstagram account has made you read more and read quicker you're sort of getting through books a lot more I think so I think I think reading's a bit like a muscle in a way you know you the more you practice it the quicker you get and the more reflexively you can read I mean I've what my only superpower if you like in life is that I'm a relatively quick reader but I'm still nowhere as quick as my mother but it doesn't matter whether you read two books a year or 50 books a year if you know they bring you pleasure and joy and you learn something from them but yeah no I, I've, I, I have probably read more in the last couple of years than I have you know in the preceding 10 I would say and and that's just a case of I, I don't know I lost sight of why I read for a while and you know when I was a kid I could rattle through books like nobody's business and you know there wasn't enough in the house really but um yeah I think between work and life you lose a little bit of that and then it came back and it's and I'm so glad it has really I should say you've got one other superpower at least that you seem to be able to know the cake menu of every <laughs> cafe yep 
every cafe we, we go to, you know exactly what's on the menu. I, that's my that is my other superpower. I can sniff out a good cafe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually, you're you're right. And you navigate by cafes as well. Well, that's the only way I navigate. I can't. That's my that's the opposite of a superpower for me. I have no no sense of geography whatsoever. But just going back to what you were saying before, you're you're reading more, but has Bookstagram introduced you to genres or uh, any any new areas of reading that you didn't know about, or oh, have you stayed within your own? Yeah, no. I mean, I, I mean, I can't profess to know all the correct terms and the lingo. So I'm sure people listening along the way will think, "Oh, no, that's you know speculative fiction or something." I don't really know what that means, but um, it certainly pushed me out of my my reading comfort zones. So I've you know I tend not to read a a lot of romance, but I, I have read a little bit recently and I've started to pick up thrillers, which I haven't. And I found some fantastic authors that I didn't know. I didn't know anything about, um, like Rumor Godden um, is, a, is a current favourite. I've just finished The Green Gage Summer and had a, a brilliant chat with some people online about that one. And The Black Narcissus, obviously, which has just been a TV series. So, um, you know, and discovering discovering authors and books that I knew nothing about, Joyce Carol Oates, um, we were the Mulvaney's. Mulvaney's. I, I didn't know. I didn't know about her. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been an education, actually. I'd say. Hmm. And it's called the Antipodean Book Club, mm. and Antipodean usually refers to Australia and New Zealand. And yet, people listening to this will hear two people who have very much English accents. So why is it called the Antipodean Book Club? Yeah, well, you might spot that I flatten my vowels. So I'm from the north of England, <laughs> not as far north as Guy, <laughs> as he keeps reminding me. Um, but we've been in New Zealand now for, was it 12 years? Something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. more or less. Yeah. And um, we were here for a couple of years, even before that. So New Zealand's our adoptive and chosen home, really. Um, and I wanted to reflect that in in the books that I was reading and and trying to learn and and, and embrace a new culture and country. So um, yeah, it felt it felt very appropriate. And that leads on to the next thing that you do, which you've just launched, which is a blog site or a web page, which is your opportunity to write reviews and thoughts and opinions on books and and discuss books in a more long format kind mm. of a way isn't it yeah i mean an instagram caption only allows you a certain amount of space so um longer form writing is is something i've been um looking to do for a little while actually so the blog allows me to do that so it allows me to focus on on one book but also to perhaps look at books across themes or group them together um so you know sort of thinking about books with themes of witchcraft or um my my 10 best books of 2020 for example or you know debut new zealand authors things like that but the other thing is um one of the joys of um learning a new country if you like is is being able to go on road trips and exploring so you know we found some fantastic bookish spots around the country guy's been very patient well i mentioned before that you you navigate by cafes and the other thing you use in your your personal tom tom is <laughs> uh, bookshops my and in one, brain tom tom one of the things about new zealand is there's books and book sellers and book shops and 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 
little roadside things. There's these little little free, camp, little free library things. Um, on a drive to work, we for, well for a while I used to drive past in the middle of nowhere this barn and had no idea that actually inside of it was an enormous collection of books. Treasure trove, yeah. And absolutely. and New Zealand's littered with these things. And the the more you start to scratch the the surface, the more you you find. So yeah. Absolutely. And uh, that's one of the joys of particularly traveling rurally is finding, you know, in small out of the way places, some fantastic bookish treasures, really. So, um, you know, what part of the blog was to be able to show people these amazing places that exist that you might not find on any roadmap or any guidebook. Um, but if you love books and you um, want somewhere fantastic to stop and support a local economy, I just wanted to to point those out to people and what have you named that blog um so that's the bookish guide to nz.com so the bookish guide to new zealand effectively. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely and moving on from that that brings us neatly to what we're currently talking on which is the bookish guide to life mm. which is your podcast Okay, so we've talked about your Instagram, we've talked about your blog, let's talk about the podcast. This is obviously an audio podcast and we're looking to record a few different types of podcast on this feed, all of them with a literary connection, all of them about books, all of them about um, kind of New Zealand or travel or both. And um, my role in this will be to produce them to edit them and put them together predominantly uh, although we'll get to a couple of other ideas at the end but uh, your first idea for uh, podcast episodes was to have some interviews with authors so what what are your thoughts on that um i think i'm fascinated by you know i think lots of us feel we have a book inside of us but what does it take to go from having an idea of a book to actually producing it. What is it about that person or the story that makes it, you know, makes it down to the page, really? So it, learning about that and about publishing process, I found that really fascinating. And, you know, sort of along the, over the course of um, the Instagram, um, I've come into contact with quite a few authors, both self-published and, and not, and and just learning how they've gone about things and, and their experiences will be, um, I think, interesting for lots of people, I hope. <laughs> mm. Well, interesting to you. you you've mm. always been interested in in books and, you, you know, your career has gone in a completely different direction. Mm. But you're, you're reconnecting with books now and certainly talking to authors is something you're interested in. And then hopefully people will, will, yes. will get that through extension. Yeah, but I hope so. We've mentioned briefly already about bookshops in New Zealand and the people who sell books are of interest to yeah. you and you yeah. want to talk to them as well. I mean, I think they're pretty special people, especially, um, you know, people who run independent bookshops or who run secondhand vintage bookshops um, because they are, I don't think it's a, an easy business. It's certainly not one that will make you a great deal of money, I don't think, a lot of the time. So, um, you know... I'm an, I'm an ambassador and another flagrant act of self-promotion. I'm an ambassador for Featherstone Booktown, um, which is New Zealand's only booktown. Um, a little bit like Hay on Wye, which is the first booktown um, that was established in the UK. Well, it was established worldwide, actually. But 
Um, Featherstone has seven bookshops, all secondhand bookshops, and we've managed to to have um, some great conversations with some of those booksellers. And I'm keen for you to know about the people behind the bookshops, really. So we'll be looking to do some more of those as we go. Um, you know, and and by extension, you know, I'm hoping there might also be some bookshop pets that we can meet um, because you know both Guy and I also. Um, are quite soppy about animals so <laughs> so um, if we can have a little bookshop pet um, meets that would be lovely too yeah and booksellers as you mentioned they're, they're a special group because with the advent of kindle and online reading kind of opportunities there was the feeling that the physical book was going to die a death and disappear but what you've found in your travels is that both books for new books and secondhand books are, are still thriving and it's because of these booksellers who all have very interesting stories and are all characters in their own right. Yeah I think we've been particularly lucky in New Zealand that you know we do have a whole host of independent bookshops um, and um, by extension um, a lot of people who are interested in, in in the trade of bookselling and I think it's a it's a really interesting and highly skilled trade to know what you're what you're selling and what will sell you have to know your community and your population and understand the books themselves so I think um, they're, they're a great group to talk to. So you're going to chat to some authors you're going to ch yep. chat to some booksellers and then you also plan to have some conversations with people at the other end of the conveyor belt the people who are reading the books and you want to kind of um, have as the name suggests, it's an Antipodean book club, and a book club is a group of people sitting around chatting about books, and they happen around the world in physical places, but you're thinking about maybe doing this with some fellow bookstagrammers in the virtual world via the podcast. Yeah, I mean, reading is such a, an intensely personal experience a lot of the time. It's quite, it's very interesting to be able to compare and contrast um, experiences and and what people have taken away from a from a volume so I think it would be great to be able to to chat to some other people about the books that we've shared that we've been reading together um often on, often on Instagram we do a lot of buddy reads as we call them so it'll be great to to get some of those people um onto the podcast to talk about the books that we've read together so Antipodean book club chit chat yeah, we might have to come up with a slightly <laughs> easier title. <laughs> Something a little less wordy, but um, yeah, a, a chance. Suggestions so, on a postcard, please. <laughs> yeah, so, so there's three things there, talking to the people who write the books and even some publishers, how they publish the books, talk to people who sell the books and people who read the books. Yeah. And then in that process, talking all the time about books and about which ones you enjoy and which mm -hmm. ones you want to, to um, get people to see. And that's something you will also do because we mentioned that you write little opinions in the Instagram and some longer ones in your blog and turning them into an audio form like an audio essay an audio book review is something you're interested in doing yeah yeah I think so and the other thing is is really a little bit of a love letter to New Zealand so you know highlighting some of the the places that we stop the book shops that we see the cafes that we love you know um that's a little part of it too. Hmm. We ju jumped one step ahead oh, there sorry. because the book reviews are going to be something you'll do. Um, obviously, it's your it's your you're the one who reads books in this in this household, <laughs> and um, and we'll, we'll do those um, kind of uh, reviews yourself. Whereas 
the road trip that you just alluded to is something that we will usually be doing together, uh, either in the car around New Zealand or hopefully in the future around other countries. And we want to record in a sort of audio documentary way where we are and what we're doing and to share some of the sights and sounds of your uh, journeys so people can see the pictures on the blog and then hear us talking and, and about the places we're going, the cafes that we stop at, and all the other opportunities on on routes. Okay, so like great. a little, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but a little kind of um, travel guide, bookish travel guide in audio form. So we can we can put that out there, and that's one way in which I will potentially appear every now and then as a, as a kind of a an audio buddy because podcasts are usually better when there's a conversation involved. But the main one in which I can contribute is one in which I would be contributing less about books and more about film. And we met at university and it used to frustrate you intensely that I didn't learn by reading um, or, or I didn't learn much by reading. I, I very much am an audiovisual learner. I always listen to the radio, books on tape and podcasts. And, and so I would go to a lecture and remember what was said much more than sitting and reading in a book whereas you get your information into your brain via a book and therefore in this house your 99% of the books are yours and you've read them all whereas well, nine, <laughs> well a lot, mm. there's a few on your to, to be read list yep. but the majority of the DVDs and movie collections are, are mine and that's because movies have always been my my thing growing up and indeed we have just managed to get a set of bookshelves into my office in which I have put in sequential order every episode of Empire Magazine from 1994 onwards, which had been my ongoing collection. And so we thought because movies and, and books have a connection, we might have uh, some podcast episodes in which we talk about film and the book. And what that will do is encourage me to read the book um, of the film, and then we can chat about how it made it to screen, how it, you know, how, how did it change the book, did it improve the book, and you know we've got a great example here. We're not far from Hobbiton, which is um, where they filmed Lord of the Rings, and that's obviously a very good example of a book to film adaptation. And there's some that are less good. There are some that have taken a slightly different interpretation, shall we say. And so we thought it'd be interesting just mm. to chat about books and films. And I suspect you'll take my reading slightly out of my comfort zone because I'm envisioning Jaws and uh, <laughs> yes, Pelican Jaws. Brief and <laughs> various no, things like that. Not. Maybe not. Certainly The Martian. I'm very keen yeah, for you to the read Martian. The Martian because that was a, a great book. Um, I think the first book I would like to discuss is my favourite ever book, and that is Captain Corelli's Mandolin, yeah. which was made into a film that I was very excited about when it got announced, um, mm. in part because of the director. Uh, they, they had a very good director on board, and they seemed to be going quite well with some of the casting um, until yeah, the film came out. There were, there's a few things we can discuss there about that, and it would mean <laughs> I don't have to read the book because it's already deeply etched in my mind so we, we we thought we'd start with Captain Corelli's Mandolin but there's a whole load of books out there and ultimately I think we'd like to get to the the ultimate book to film adaptation and there's even a few films that have gone back into being books that started as film and then got retrofitted into books that we could talk around as well 
So um, so that's how I might appear on this going forwards a few times with the travel and the books. And the final person who hasn't appeared on the podcast yet. yet. <laughs> surprisingly, because it's currently seven minutes past five in the evening and that's usually a time that a certain person in our life becomes a little bit peckish and vocal and vocal and i'm surprised that she hasn't been making an appearance but um we have our little black and white tuxedo domestic short hair called pip who any of you who follow vicky on antipodean book club will have seen pip mm. on your feed a few times and she rules this house with a velvet paw mm. <laughs> so we will we might be trying to in in Involve Pip, uh, the podcat Pip, within our podcast in, in, in some way along the way. Maybe get her opinion. Maybe Miss Pip could recommend some yep. some books. And, she could certainly um, recommend some temptations and some treats. Yes, yes. She's a, very, a lot of people actually have mentioned on your um, on the comments about the pictures of Pip, how well-behaved she is, how good she is at sitting and posing. Pure bribery. But, um, the, 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 the key <laughs> is temptations. In fact, I'm sat right here next to a pack of dental dental temptations and um so yeah so miss pip might make the odd appearance as well in the podcast and um so that really was the the idea some interviews some uh, travel logs some book reviews and some book club discussions group discussions and the film and um miss pip that was our podcast in a nutshell so Let's just go back to the beginning. Uh, your Instagram, for those of you who are listening who don't know of your Instagram, Vicky, how do they find your Instagram? Um, it's at Antipodean Book Club, all one word, um, on Instagram. Instagram. And how would they find your blog? So that is www.bookishguide2nz.com. And if anybody wanted to contact you, if they were interested in maybe, if they're an author, for example, who wanted to to have a conversation uh, about their book or if anybody wanted to, to maybe join your book club chats they can contact you through your through instagram or through the blog yeah there's, there's the contact, contact page on the blog yeah and perfect timing there you might have just heard the roar of one of our neighbors who has a car that is too noisy really for <laughs> its own good <laughs> But uh, we managed to get through this recording without a cat making a noise, without our neighbour mowing the lawn. Um, a strimmer. Without the strimmer that's been going. I think somebody's been doing some woodworking. Um, the lorry. <laughs> or the, the cattle <laughs> the lorry that went lorry. past. We're, we're, we're in rural kind of New Zealand here. We're not, uh, but it seems today, on the day that we decided to record a podcast, it seemed that everybody wanted to make a noise. <laughs> But I think uh, I think we've got we've through it, it okay. So, yeah. Um, so yes, it, in the future, this will be available on as many different sites as we can get on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, all of those places. It'll be linked through Vicky's Instagram and through her uh, blog site. But if you're listening to it now, then you've probably found it already. But um, we'll make sure that this is as available as possible. And um, I don't know when I'll next speak to you again, but um, for now I'll say toodaloo. Um, and thank you for listening. Um, keep working on your TBR and I'll see you next time. And toodle pip. Mm-hmm.